Welcome back to That Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Vincent A. Lancey. And I am Shreya Patel. Welcome to the first episode of The Rebranded Show. What it's really like to be an entrepreneur is now That Entrepreneur Show. For the fourth episode of season seven, we have an entrepreneur joining the show who splits time in Canada and India. So, what can you expect from this show? Each week, I interview a different entrepreneur from across the globe. I will continue to offer episodes in all industries to provide you with many different perspectives. You never know which motivational journey will inspire you most. Each guest will take you through their story and help you learn from their successes and lessons learned. My guest on the show today is someone who I connected with on social media because of our mutual love for breaking down mental health stigma. She has appeared in Bell Canada's national mental health awareness campaign, Bell Let's Talk, which raises visibility and breaks the silence around mental illness and support. An honoree of Women's Achiever Award and Emerging Leader Award under 35, this entrepreneur does it all from filmmaking work as an actress, mental health advocate, human rights activist, and starring in lead roles in Hulu's Handmaid's Tale, Netflix's Grand Army, and FX's Mrs. America. She has some great stories to share on collaboration with 65 countries over the pandemic, which was followed by a YouTube video that hit 1 million views in less than two weeks. I'm excited to learn more about this journey, so allow me to now introduce Shreya Patel. Shreya, thank you so much for coming on the show. Great to see you too. Would you mind please introducing yourself to our listeners and previewing your story a bit without giving away too much of your entrepreneurial journey? My name is Shreya Patel. I am a former model who is now a filmmaker and an actress, and I own my own production house, which is called Window Dreams Productions. What got you into doing your productions? So I used to work as a like international model, right? And during that time, I was also doing a lot of charity work. And during one of the work that I was doing, I found out that there's a lot other things other than modeling that I could be doing to serve the community that I'm part of and help other people, which is why I decided to switch my career from being a fashion model and come back to do like a documentary film school. And I started making documentaries to impact others. And after I made my first documentary, Girl Up, I launched my Window Dreams Productions. So inspiring. I'm excited to learn more about what really went on behind the scenes. So I think it's a great time to get into the big five. On each episode, my guest and I will go over these five questions to help you, the listeners, learn what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. Are you ready to go, Shreya? Let's do it. <laughs> Great. So when did you realize that you either weren't happy with what you were doing or that you needed some kind of change to truly start this entrepreneurial journey? Please share your story. Yes, I'm going to continue from the previous thing that I just said. Basically, when I was modeling, um, I, was, I, was, I was quite happy, but it was very like very a career that was just for me. But during one of the charity work that I was doing with Makovich Foundation. I was in a hospital working with some of the kids there. And I realized that there were some children that were sitting outside to get treated for their like terminally ill illnesses for like eight days straight. And their parents were like 
literally looking at me thinking that I could do something. And I wasn't able to do anything other than spend time with them. And at that time, I was like, I want to go tell stories. How do I go do that? And then I came back, went into documentary film school and things like that. And I made my first documentary. And I was like, I want to do more impact driven work. And for me, that is through telling stories through film, which is why I started my entrepreneurial journey by having this production house. Let's talk about that first uh, production that you completed. Let's talk about that with our listeners. <laughs> that was uh, the first documentary I made was called Girl Up. Very hard to do because I made that documentary all by myself. I shot, edited, tried to release it. It did not release for two years because my country did not recognize domestic human trafficking until two years after I made the doc. And then I self-released the documentary because I was like, well, I don't know what to do with it, right? You don't know where you're, you feel very lonely. You feel like no one likes your work. But two years after I self-released it, it did its own thing. So it was 26 minutes. And once I released it, it had like this review that caught an attention of an MPP in Queens Park. And she tweeted about it to my MPP in my hometown. And I was like, why is this going into like politics? I, I'm so confused. So I met with her and I realized she is one of the ladies who helped pass the anti-human trafficking bill in 2017, which is when I self-released it. And that gave me the courage to like extend the documentary to 50 minutes. And last year, this documentary was made in 2015. 20, 2019, 2019 was when TIFF found reviews about it online and partnered with it. And then it went into Civic Action Summit and it, it just blew up. And that was like the best thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, it definitely jump-started your entrepreneurial journey, but it's a testament to working hard, which is a lesson of this show always. But since you made this jump into entrepreneurship, you left modeling, what are one or two of the most difficult parts of running your own show? You feel lonely. It's a very lonely journey. And you also feel misunderstood, I felt, because a lot of people, when I was doing this, it was just me trying to prove myself that I could do this, be self-employed, make my my uh, my films and things. Uh, so being so misunderstood was a big thing. Everyone would be like, how are you making money? What is your real job? What's your day job? Like those kind of questions. I'm like, this is my day job. I am editing my documentary. Like, but how are you making money? I'm like, I will make money once the documentary releases. Like, that's what I do. Like I'm product, right? <laughs> I'm trying to sell a product here. So that was there. But something that helped me during this time was like, I found other entrepreneurial hubs and things like that, that helped kickstart your, your journey. And I found other people obviously doing different things, different businesses, but I felt like I wasn't alone anymore. Like I was alone in my journey, but like in that someone else is also having that journey. So just knowing that was very helpful for me. Yeah, it can definitely get lonely. And I also, it's tough to relate to people who aren't entrepreneurs because the hours, the tasks that we do, our brain never really shuts off. There's always something to do. For my website, I always, it's a consistent cycle, unfortunately, where I fall behind at some point where that would take three or four hours. Now that's three or four hours out of a, produ a productive day. You don't really have, so you have to prioritize the importance of tasks, but still find a way to get that done all the way from the social media production to now 
I'm starting to get my book similar with your documentary. I knew I would make money with it once it was released. And now we're working on a few very, very exciting deals. Can't share them just yet because I don't want to jinx anything, but it is very exciting. So I can relate to you there. But looking back across your life here, Shreya, what is one of your greatest failures or lessons learned? And what did it teach you? Why is it still sticking with you all the way up until today? I think the greatest lesson that I learned was to balance my life. Just like you said, like we we don't have like a time, like we don't have like a nine to five. You're working around the clock. Sometimes like I get ideas at 4 a.m. And I'm just like getting up and working. So, Jotting it down on my phone, leaning over. John. <laughs> it happens to me so many times, especially when I'm, when I'm trying to go to sleep. But the biggest thing I learned was to balance my work life and my family life. And I can share this, this kind of like a regret, but I, I don't want it to call it a regret anymore. Uh, I want to call it a lesson because there was a time that I missed my parents 25th anniversary and I was in the other side of the world I came to Canada to celebrate it and I left two days or two, two or three days before my parents anniversary because I had a fashion show on the other side of the world for like fashion week and I'm like why did I do that because I was just so career oriented and things like that and mm-hmm. that's not healthy something that I realized that no matter how successful successful you become it is not valuable when you don't have your family or friends around you it's like what are you going to do with all that success it's just it's also again very lonely so balancing was a really like big lesson for me it's still hard of course <laughs> high performers it's like very hard they lose track of a lot of things which is why you're right jotting everything down having tasks and knowing what what to do when is very important and every day you always, I always feel like, you know, done something improved a little better. And I try to carry that momentum into the next day, but there's always just so much going on and it's just justifying, okay, what needs to be done first, but where was this fashion show um, when you were across the globe? Oh, it was in India. It was for fashion week. It could have easily, like I had fittings. It wasn't even the fashion show. I had fittings and they called me back. And there was two fittings. I didn't know this. Well, I kind of knew, but I didn't think they would switch me because I was still new in my career. Yeah. I could have easily been switched for after my parents' anniversary, but I still flew out and it was just like, not okay. Like, I still feel bad about it. My parents are like, it's fine. I'm like, no, like they prepped for that that party for like a whole year. There were so many people there. Everything was themed and all of that. I was supposed to host it, but I chose to do that. This was obviously years ago, but like... (laughs) It still is like, why did I do that? I would always pick family first now. Of course. Well, when you're young and hungry, I can relate to you. It's you don't want to miss out on an opportunity, and especially one as large as that. You don't want that to hold you back, even though it shouldn't be held against you for why you want to move it. But you know how things work in business. It's just business you'll hear. So if you can look forward, though, and think you want to level up your business here, if you could choose to have a conversation and learn from any entrepreneur, either dead or alive, who would you choose? Oh my God, there's so many. Like, I I love the growth mindset of like Elon Musk. I love like even Mind Valley's like Vishal Lakiani. He's really cool. And even like the guy from uh, Impact Theory, Tom, Tom Bilyeu, Bilyeu, I think that's his name. And he's interviewed tons and tons of entrepreneurs. 
and it's super cool. Like I, I, I would love to just sit with them. And if I could sit with all of them and ask them one question, tell me one of the most valuable things you have learned in your entrepreneurship career, that would be gold. Okay. And I like where your head's at using it for a specific reason, going in there with a plan, not wasting any time, but take it a step further, Shreya, where would you want this meeting to be? If you had anywhere to pick in the whole world, what's the setting? Somewhere warm and Anywhere nice. in the world. Somewhere warm and nice. Somewhere near a beach or something. <laughs> Somewhere where, where you're calm and you're hearing the wa- like the waves of the ocean. And then you're like, you tell me everything. When you're completely clear and you're ready to receive the information, that's where I would be. I love it. I love it. But let's look into the future here. We're finally in 2021. And I say finally. Where do you see yourself in all of your entrepreneurial endeavors in the future? We're going to do one year and five years. Let's start with one year. So one year, I am heading to India right now, of course, uh, for a yoga training, teachers training. But after that, I'm going to Bombay. I'm in talks to direct a transgender documentary in India. So hopefully that works out, COVID permitting, and I will do that. So that will be probably my whole goal for this year is to direct that. And then I do have a couple other web series and stuff like that that I'll be working on as well. And writing a show. I'm also writing a show uh, that we are shooting this year. So that's where it's going to be for one year. And then five years from now, I also want to launch in the next year or two, this thing called Digital Heirlooms. I want to make short documentaries for families so they can have their whole family tree in a video format and they can pass it on from generations to come. So it's like you could like I'm just using my skills of documentary filmmaking and like wanting to do this for like everyday people. It's I love and it. I, yeah. I, yeah. And I like, I'm, I started, I wanted to do this is because I grew up in Canada. Like I grew up in Sarnia and my whole extended family is in India and I'm not close to them as much as I should be because I grew up here and my family is very large, like, but it's just been my, my family and I like immediate family. So I always ask my parents this, I'm like, where, what's our, like, great grandparents name like what's our this like where did we come from and all these things because i'm i'm just trying to connect back to my roots and i'm i'm wondering how many other people are in the same boat so imagine if you have a video that you could pass on from generations to come that would be kind of cool yes yes i agree well shreya thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your ambitions for one year five years the future is going to be very bright for you i personally enjoyed how you came on here and you said hey I had my first documentary completed and I wasn't even allowed to release it. You couldn't even do anything with it, but you didn't just, you decided not to give up and you kept going. And now look at all the collaborations you've been able to do with Bell Let's Talk. And now this new documentary in Bombay is going to be great. I loved your reasoning for having the meeting in the warm, just so you have someone relaxed and you had the question ready to go. And I really liked how you touched on money isn't valuable when you have no family or friends around, you were making decisions and It didn't feel good, so you scaled back to impact-driven work. But it is time for the last word, and I do this on my other podcasts, as you know, a mental health break, because I want the listeners to really get to know the guests I bring on. Is there something you would like to share with everyone we did not get to touch on yet today? A message, which I follow, is if you're passionate about something, just do it. Do not have a plan B. There's a there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be telling you like have a plan B. What if plan A did not work out? 
But if you have a plan B, then all your focus is going to be on plan B, which is why plan A is not going to work out. So if you're if you have a passion, go for plan A and plan B should be plan A and plan C should be plan A. (laughs) Going all in, going all in and you will definitely succeed. Never give up. Awesome. Would you now please share your professional social media, the website, ways for our listeners to request your service, follow your endeavors, check out all your work. So my website for my documentary stuff is on www.windowdreams.ca. And you can follow me at I uh, letter M S H R E Y A P A T E L on all social medias. Be sure to check out all of that incredible content. And it is now social media time for the show. And we're on whichever platform you like to use. We're at That Entrepreneur Show on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. And at Podcasts by Lancey on Twitter. So you have updates from this show and a mental health break. Of course, my handles are at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media and YouTube. And my website is VincentALancey.com. If you check out my books, DM me. I would love to hear from you. We have Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health, Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption, and How to Transform Your Mindset When the Norm is Changed, all are on my website now. And as always, I will end the show with a quote that inspired me and know it will for you too. Today, we have one from fashion designer Paul Smith. He said, you can find inspiration in everything. If you can't, then you're not looking properly. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you all on the next episode of That Entrepreneur Show.